Even though I'm very bad at relationships, the one thing I always would put in a relationship is I would never cheat on the person I was with, even if I didn't like them at the time, which <laughs> happens a lot. Hey there, success buddy. Welcome to the Leaving Nowhere podcast with me, Candace Willie. I created this podcast for you. I've spent my entire life learning lessons the hard way. Through those experiences, I realized that all roads really do lead to success. Sometimes we just need better directions on how to get there. Join my guests and I in learning how leaving nowhere can help you get to exactly where you want to be. We'll share stories of success and the various methods we've used to help us get there. Let leaving nowhere be a compass in helping you achieve your greatest desires. So your journey to success starts here. This is totally impromptu. <laughs> he didn't know he was going to be interviewed for our Leaving Nowhere podcast. So I have a very unique guest on today's episode. It is my husband. <laughs> Seriously? All right. So we'll get started here, Rick. All right. I guess we are. I'm curious to know, as you think about relationships and vision, how do you explain your ideal relationship? <laughs> uh, ee, somebody that can put up with me for one, um, which is, which is pretty difficult. Um, I don't know, babe, I can't, <laughs> um, and I would say, you know, somebody that you can just be yourself with, whether that is the good or the bad. And my wife puts up with a lot of the bad. So I really appreciate that about her. And I think just, uh, you know, being uncomfortable in your shoes and, and being able to be who you are without any judgment from that other person is, is a huge thing for me. I appreciate what you said about being able to be yourself. And I think that really ties to the self-awareness topic. So when you think about, and I know we've talked about this before, kind of the difference between compromising for your partner versus compromising yourself in the process, what, what would you say that really means to you? Well, I think initially your first instinct is to compromise yourself to please your partner. But I think as that goes on, I think you start to resent that. And I think, you know, not that you can't compromise with your partner and try to do things, you know, more in sync with each other. But I think if at the core of who you are, if you try to change that, it, it just doesn't work and you end up resentful. And so I'm very appreciative that I get to be <laughs> my weird, goofy self um, with my wife. And I think a lot of people would tell you that I'm not an easy person to deal with. And, and I'm very, um, I always say that I'm not normal. And I don't know what that means. <laughs> but I always think that um, my my life has went down a kind of a different path than most. And not that I have any regrets or anything like that, but I, I think that my wife is very, very patient and, and sees that I need to be kind of the weird, goofy guy that I am to be happy. And, and she does a good job of, of allowing me that, but puts me in my place when I, when I need it. <laughs> so I appreciate that. There are definitely days when the sixth grader and you are acceptable. And other days where I, I, I'm like, really? 
<laughs> so, but those are the days that I think I get reminded that you don't work for me <laughs> and that my top type of personality is also accepted by you when I'm demanding. So Rick and I have a really interesting story. Um, it goes back over 30 years. He and I actually met in a club in Hollywood, California, when we were both pretty young, actually not even old enough to both actually be in in the bar. You know, really unique story, Um, never lived in the same place, remained friends over the years. And Rick had actually shared with me pretty early on that he had no aspirations to get married. And I always did, as I've tried a few times without success prior to this marriage. And he also shared that he didn't want kids. So at that point in time, I already had my children. That's a little bit of the not normal part. (laughs) And, you know, there's a lot of normalcy in in preference. So, you know, I kind of resolved at that point in time that we weren't going to be together and that we would just be really great friends. And to his point that it was never censored and that we were really allowed to be who we were, good, bad, or the ugly, very early on. Fast forward many years, we actually were friends for 24 years before we entered into a romantic commitment. Well, and you should tell the full story that we we only saw each other like three times over 20 years, but we just talked on the telephone for the large portion of that. So it was kind of an interesting way to court. Yeah, we were also both in many other relationships. And and of course, Rick had never married. So yeah, it was a very interesting long-term friendship over the phone, as he shared. So what we also identified very quickly on is, is that we had a very objective sounding board. So we both had made a lot of mistakes in relationships. Would you like to share some of what you feel like are some of your biggest mistakes in relationships prior to us? Well, I think probably my biggest mistake on all my relationships was going in without a 100% commitment to that relationship. I was a musician. I I owned a music store for many years. I just never saw myself as that relationship kind of guy. And and honestly, it wasn't fair to my partners at the time because I I never (laughs) went in with a full commitment. And I don't know if that was because in the back of my mind, I knew that Candace was my true, you know, soulmate, or if I was just an ass, which I think probably is more of the, (laughs) 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 which is probably more, more descriptive of the situation. But, you know, you live and learn and, and, uh, you probably, you stay in a few relationships too long. And I'm sure all of us have been there and, uh, until you find that right person and, and whether you know it immediately or it takes 27 years, like in my case, um, you know. It's good when it does finally happen. <laughs> so you guys didn't know you're getting the uh, R-rated version of today's episode, but yeah, it, it really is about commitment. I think for myself, I would share from a relationship um, mistake perspective is I went into relationships with this idealism. So um, if you've listened to other episodes, I've shared that I am a huge Disney lover and If you think about the framework of all Disney episodes is that, you know, there's a happy ending and, you know, the princess or the prince, it's a a opportunity to constantly overcome the adversity of the relationship. (laughs) What I learned, um, in addition to, you know, there isn't always a perfect ending, um, 
is that most of those individuals, or I, I'm going to put myself in the shoes of the princess, um, looking at the prince, you know, it was it was so frequently a rejection situation where you had to overcome. So as I put myself in those relationships, I thought it was okay. And I would also say that, you know, you look at the guys, you know, none of, none of them as a prince ever had a job. And they lived in this, you know, 100% of their life was focused on the relationship or the romance, which is very unrealistic. So I think as I moved into adulthood, you know, I really had, at least in my mind's eye, this perfect, you know, perspective of Prince Charming and, you know, the glass slipper and the happy ending and all those things. So recognizing that um, relationships are, you know, kind of the beginning of a story and an end of a story almost on daily basis. So Rick, what advice do you have for our listeners? We talk a lot about all roads leading to success. And more importantly, I, you know, I define success as happiness. What advice would you have for our listeners around maintaining a happy relationship? Oh man, I'm not sure that I'm qualified to answer that question, but I, I am in, you know, a very happy relationship now. It took me took me many years but i would say again going back to just just being yourself again if you can't be yourself at the core with the person that you're with it it just isn't going to happen i mean if you can't have your bad habits and your good habits and and allow somebody to not judge you continuously for those habits i think is my key because again being a different kind of individual um you know, I, I think it just takes that that right person to to deal with all your faults and all your all your great qualities and and uh, so I think that's it. <laughs> Doctor Ruth signing off. <laughs> Doctor Rick. <laughs> so I would share for myself if I had any advice to give, and I, I frequently reference a few of these. But don't settle. Know what you want. That's what I said. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, this is where that, you know, unique personality comes in as he challenges me. Don't settle. Truly identify what it is that you're looking for. I think trust um, is really at the foundation of that, you know, that initial, I remember when we were first together and every argument we would have, it was like, are we breaking up? It's like, no, we're just having an argument. Well, and trust, actually, I should go back. Trust is is a huge one for me. One thing that my father, uh, who was from Europe, always instilled in me was, you know, if you are with somebody, either end that one first before you start another one, or, you know, just having that trust with a person. And I've always trusted Candace, and I think she's always trusted me. And the fact that even though we're not great at relationships, we're always committed to each other. And I just think that trust factor, because that's that's a huge thing to be able to know, you know, if you're not together, if your wife or husband's traveling somewhere, just to have that that trust that they're just going to be doing the right things and they're going to be thinking about you instead of out, you know, doing something they shouldn't be doing. And for me, the trust issue is huge. I, even though I'm very bad at relationships, the one thing I always would put in a relationship is I would never cheat on the person I was with, even if I didn't like them at the time, which <laughs> happened a lot. Um, but that was one thing that, uh, you know, and my, my father, again, um, always instilled that in me is, is you treat a woman with respect. And, and the biggest part of respect is having her be able to trust you. And, you know, I think for a lot of guys out there, you know, that spur of the moment where you think you might stray or something like that, just be committed 
and and end the relationship rather than you know convolute it with messing it up with cheating and things like that. So anyway, I just thought I'd throw that in there. We constantly work on the speak over me thing. Yes. <laughs> so, so again, as I shared, settle, trust. And the other piece, I, I just would encourage everybody to, to not take yourselves so seriously. The one thing that I really, really value um, about our relationship is I am an intense individual, very focused, very goal-oriented, and um, Rick keeps a real for me in, um, in those moments. <laughs> and I'm not, uh, what's the word? Focused? <laughs> yeah. So, so success, buddies. Hope you enjoyed this quick little snippet and update on relationships as we transition from vision into self-awareness. So until next time, success, buddies. Subscribe to our podcast on the platform of your choice. And please leave us a review. That would be very appreciative. A good one. Very, you know. yes. Come on. Agreed. <laughs> Thank you for joining today's episode of Leaving Nowhere. Here's to you and you accelerating your life and career.